Leaving a Legacy is brought to you by hipstersofthecoast.com and can be found on the Top Deck app every Friday. You can support the show directly at patreon.com slash leavingalegacy. Magic is power. everyone welcome to another episode of leaving a legacy actually not just another episode a holiday episode <laughs> ho 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 merry christmas jerry if, if santa was going to bring you one magic related thing for christmas what would you want oh man that's hard but it could uh, be a concept it doesn't have to be a product either it could be a wish <laughs> a wish uh, fulfilled a wish fulfilled uh, a return to like 2000 and uh like i'm gonna say 2012 legacy oh really that far back Ooh, yeah 2012, 2012. uh that was that predate delver uh that's i believe right around delver i think uh delver i think was either like 20 it was either like 2011 2012 2013 around that time frame but mm-hmm. like that time right before innistrad came out like that was that was some peak peak legacy. That was the actions. best. That was the best. Yeah, if actually just Wizards of the Coast as a whole could even just go back to that mindset, like go back, go back to that magic wizards. That's that was the pinnacle. That was that was the <laughs> best best it ever was. <laughs> We've been on a gradual and sometimes steep just decline downhill since then. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So a return to 2012. A return to 2012. 2012 was was good. I mean, that was before the world got all screwed up. You know, mm-hmm. things were looking up. Uh, we were recovering from the 2008 uh, 2008 uh, financial crisis. Things mm-hmm. were doing better. It was 2012, just all around, pretty good, pretty good year, Pat. Mm-hmm. Pretty good year, I'd say. Okay. Okay. What about you? What about you? What, what would you be? So I almost like. I, all right. Well, I guess. You took Magic Time Machine. That was gonna be mine. Mine was gonna be Magic Time Machine. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, is it is it too is it too predictable to say abolish the reserve list? Is it can, can we even say that anymore? Uh, I don't think. I think you're allowed to say it. It's your. It's it's whatever you want for Christmas. You're sitting on uh, Santa's lap. Um. Yeah. Actually, you know what? If it's magic related, I would just like an unfettered access back to playing live magic without any restrictions without any of the nonsense that's going on like you know however that had to be made possible that'd be great i would like that yeah yeah i yeah, I, I do miss gps it would be cool if like gps came back scgs like SCG, like scg worcesters are so much fun just events to travel to like, yeah or like yeah. even like a 30 minute drive like going up to worcester is fine you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah, I do miss that because some of the some of the best memories I've had, like in the last like five or ten years, have been traveling to GPs with you guys. You know, it's been an absolute blast. So, yeah, we'll do it again one day soon. It's got to be coming soon, right? It has to be. <laughs> Either that, or we're gonna start getting that. into the bunkers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can play you can play it in bunkers, so it's fine. It's like, uh, man, I don't feel like we're taking a real downer outlook for our Christmas. No episode. way, no way. <laughs> but. Uh, it's like how they say it's like, you know, one day was the last day that you went outside to play, play with your friends and you never mm. really realized it. It's like, that's what I'm worried about. It's like, what if we already played in our last GPs and we never oh, even wow. realized it, Pat? Oh, wow. That's, that's horrifying. Right? 
but oh man, that, that day comes and you're not always aware of it when it happens. It's like when you're a parent and they say that there, that the one day will be the last time you ever pick your child up in the, in your arms and you never know when that day actually is, but it just happens. Mm. That's true. I'm going to go over to my parents' house right now and ask, not ask them to pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, yeah. pick me up. <laughs> yeah, we're past that. We're past that point at this point. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of kind of the, uh, you know, going forward with Magic, they released the, uh, the previews of. The next set, <laughs> we're finally. Yeah, you were saying this. We're finally going back to Kamigawa, which wow, Pat, you didn't play Magic when Kamigawa came, first came out, right? That's correct. I had no idea it was a set. Yep. So Kamigawa uh, was a set that actually caused me to quit Magic when it first came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's oh, maybe it's not to go. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe it's not to go full circle. No, it wasn't Kamigawa's fault. It was more like I was going to college, and it was just. Yeah. Time, but overall, Kamigawa was not a popular set. Oh, okay. Uh, Kamigawa came out right after the first Mirrodin set, and the first Mirrodin set was hugely popular, popular, really powerful. I mean, it resulted in I think like seven cards getting banned from standard at the time. Mm-hmm. Like Mirrodin was was off the chains bonkers. And so for the Kamigawa block that followed, Wizards really reared it in and they're like, all right, we can't we can't do that again. <laughs> we kind of messed up a little bit. <laughs> so they reared it in and Kamigawa ended up being like a very underpowered set. Like mm-hmm. there just wasn't very many good cards in Kamigawa with the exception of Sensei's Divining Top and Umizawa's mm-hmm. Jite, which is funny because those are, well, not top anymore because it got banned, but those right. are, you know, still to this day, legacy staples in the form of Jite, and I'm sure if top was legal, it would still be a staple to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exception of those two, like the rest of the entire block, like we're not just talking the set, like like three sets, an entire block of just kind of garbage cards. <laughs> and so <laughs> Kamigawa was not very popular and I'm not surprised it's taken wizards this long to return to it. I mean, we've gone back to Innistrad, what, like five times at this point. <laughs> There's been yes, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so uh, we're finally going back to Kamigawa and uh, man, uh, we, you haven't actually seen the trailer yet, Pat. So we're going to do a live yeah. reaction on, oh, on air. Yeah, I have the link here. Um, all right. It's, uh, it's so, a 55 second trailer. So let's right. let's just get your live. Do you reaction. want me to comment as I'm going like, pa- like stop and like pause it and comment? Or you want me to just like go right, right through the 55 seconds and then we'll talk about it. Uh, you, you do. You do what feels right, Pat. You, d- right. you do what feels all right. Our listeners want to play along. It's the uh, it's the Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. <laughs> official teaser trailer all right let's watch this okay so it's like some kind of uh futuristic okay so they're they're in tron land (laughs) okay oh it's like a cyber cyber world cyberpunk hmm okay main title that's it that's it (laughs) huh well there's very little to 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 react to i guess it right. it looks like cyberpunk kind of it definitely looks like it has and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not super familiar but it seems like it has like some anime oh uh, yeah like anime uh themes going on there or not theme maybe not themes but like influences 
this set is basically like the weebs took over R and D. Like <laughs> the set is based to me. It looks I like think it's basically that you like, just mean it's R and D, right? Like, <laughs> no, no, weebs are like a different type of nerd. Oh, okay, uh, but yeah, it's like it's like you said. It feels like it's like someone they saw the the disaster of the cyberpunk release was like, hey, we mm-hmm. can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, and it's just, yeah, I mean, I'm, it's just super anime. It, what kills me, Pat, is that for the longest time, Magic was always like, yeah, we know what we are. Like, we don't have guns or, you know, flying cars or anything like that because we know yep. what we are. And now, like, this is just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, it's, I mean, it's still, I guess it's still, like, in the fantasy realm, right? Because, like, cyberpunk is in the fa- I guess, in the fantasy realm, but it's certainly not, like, high fantasy, like, like we're like we've seen in the past or i mean okay again i have no expectations for kamigawa because again i didn't play the set and i'm not super familiar with the, anything well, like i've well, ever drafted other, or anything like that that's the other thing is like it's a complete 180 because the original kamigawa was like a feudal japan set so it was hmm. like samurais and ninja and spirits yeah, right. and this is just like the complete 180 it's like tokyo 3000 ad <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. I don't know if that's something I'd be super into personally, but I guess it's probably not for me. I'm interested. Have they had any spoilers of the cards yet? Yeah. I just sent you some. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. All right. So the trailer, like out of like, if I'm going to give it a letter grade is very much like a C plus. Okay. Like doesn't really tell me much. Um, I actually kind of like the still from this because it has like a bunch of dragons in it. That's kind of cool. So this is returning to Kamigawa, but eons in the future or something like that, right? So, yeah, I don't know how they're explaining okay. it. Why it's Taito all future worlds. Shizuki is a planeswalker. One blue black. I'm getting like, feel, I'm feeling very old right now. They make the font very small. <laughs> like I, have but, my, I have my screen blown up to 175% and it's still difficult to read some of the text. Um, at the beginning of your end step, if Kaito Shizuki, have you looked at these yet? Uh, not really. At the beginning of your end step, if Kaito Shizuki entered the battlefield this turn, it phases out. Okay, interesting. It's three loyalty. It's plus one is draw a card, then discard a card unless you attack this turn. Uh, it's minus two is create a one one blue ninja token with this creature can't be blocked. It's minus seven is you get an emblem with whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, search your library for a blue or black creature card and put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. So the one redeeming thing I would say for Legacy is the ninjas deck is probably going to get a whole lot better because it looks like there's going to be a whole bunch of ninjas in this set. Mm -hmm. And ninjas in the past year or two has become a prominent Legacy deck. Uh, So that I would say is probably stands the chances of, you know, the most likely to get a, a power boost. Hmm. Okay. I like seeing I like the blue black ninjas list. Well, or we've even mono blue ninjas and um ninjas and legacy, I think. So that's pretty sweet. Yeah. And then what I do like about this uh set, Pat, is check out the basic lands that they previewed. Oh yeah, those are very cool. Very cool. I really like these lands. I just don't understand why they made that huge ass symbol in the top left of all the yeah, art. Like I, I feel that really ruins it. Like these, these are really close to being perfect lands. If they just mm. got rid of that giant ass, ugly, they got rid of the, uh, like the Jap, uh, is that Japanese or I don't know what symbol, what, what writing that is. Yeah. It's, I believe it's Japanese. It's okay. the, the kanji and then like the mana symbol where, like, so if it was just the mana symbol in the corner, I think that or would just, be pretty dope. or just smaller. 
Like, yeah, it's very large. That's like a solid, like 15% of the card right there. Like that yeah, is seems really seems in the aggressive way and covers um, up because it is gorgeous yeah. art. These are really cool, actually. So I see there's like two of each. Looks like two of each. Yep. I really like uh, I think the mountains and the forest are probably my favorite. I'm kind of disappointed by the islands. The islands don't look that great. So like, honestly, like the one on the left, this has like this waterfall looks like, yeah. like misty rainforest. Yeah. So I like, like the misty rainforest art. Like I like the art of the one on the left. It just yeah. doesn't look like an island to me. Right. Yeah. Because there's nothing about it that says island. It looks like like the middle of a rainforest. Yep. Um, the art is on all of them is pretty neat. Uh, the, the art for the, the black car, the cityscape there, like the alleyway is very interesting with like the lanterns above. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um, I bet. I bet our friend uh, Dakota would love to see some of these. Yeah, we'll have to include those on the next art episode. These are cool, though. I like them. I like the lands. Yeah, I do like the lands. They're I, the set symbol is a little annoying, but I, I honestly am really impressed with it because mm. you know why I like a pat because these are traditional Kamigawa lands like these right. are not cyberpunk 2077 lands. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I like them. I like them. Let's see. They also uh, preview. Oh, they're going to have a new cycle of dragons. Great. Uh Atsushi, the blazing sky is two red red for a four four legendary creature dragon spirit has flample. And when it enters the when it dies, you get to choose one either exile the top two cards of the library until the end of your next turn. You may play those cards or create three treasure tokens. So this this guy's pretty good. I wonder if this could actually bring back dragon stompy because four for a four four flying trample that when it dies gives a benefit like it's all upside i suppose but it's a four four if it gets swords that's not dying if it gets you know true path that's not dying like um i don't know i don't know enough about red stompy to say that it's this puts it over the top but i don't think red stompy would want it i just wonder if like an actual dragon stomp oh okay could come back yeah i don't know Maybe people trying it. The uh, the alt art looks really cool. I like that. Yeah, I do really like the alt art. Very nice. Once again, because Actually, even, it's, the, even the standard art's pretty neat. Yeah, the alt art is better, um, but it, lo- it looks very traditional Kamigawa. Like mm-hmm. the the alt art. I wonder, uh, is that what they're going to do? All the art art alt art cards are going to look like traditional Kamigawa and all the normal ones are futuristic. Uh, oh, that's a good question. I don't know if they're futuristic per se, because like, um, well, in, in the main one, he's like twisting around some like city city towers. Hidetsugu, 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 Devouring Hidet- Chaos. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to like hit it. So now you're finding also another reason why Kamigawa was not very popular uh, when it came out was because all the cards were actually were very difficult to pronounce. And yeah, I remember going to Comp Rel. Uh, like uh, drafts or sealed events, like uh, like GPs for them. And it was absolutely miserable registering your pool because mm-hmm. every single card was like Hidatsugo, devouring chaos. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, how many T's? How many U's? <laughs> um, oh, they have some interesting new foiling soft glow f- frames. Yeah. This is another thing that's just super annoying is they're introducing another rarity of card of like, I'm just so sick of it, Pat. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Can you just can you just put like common, uncommon, and rare, and you know maybe a foil every now and then. Oh, they have those. like different colors of it too. It looks like. Yeah. So there's like they they're just finding more ways to to get the whales. 
Hmm. Less than 1% of boosters contained a neon ink card. Yep. So now we have half as many green ink as blue ink. And about a quarter of that many is red ink as green ink. The fourth, the yellow neon ink. Oh my gosh. It's okay. (laughs) So now we have, we have common, uncommon, rare, mythic, rare, alternate art of all of those. Now, alternate inked art rare. And now, depending on the ink color they use, is four more levels of rarity. Wow. Like, I just can't, Wizards. I just can't. I can't imagine. That must be something that's for this set, though, because that seems that the neon inking seems to be very in line with this. Pat, haven't you learned how Wizards operates by now? Everything is just for this set until it makes the money, and then it's in every set. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying not to get too down on them. I mean, again, it's that that stuff to me doesn't like take away my enjoyment of it. I guess it's like a cool bonus if you find one, but it's not. It's also not something I'm like drawn to collect, so I don't have to deal with the headache of trying to find them. But um, yeah, that's that is a good point. I don't know. I'm just trying to be a little bit positive on it. I, I'm I'm well. I'm well. Like um, I'm I have no problem accepting that the set is not designed for for people like me, which is fine. I'm okay with that, but oh, so I have to watch the official Japanese magic Twitter account for the reveal of the third final version of, okay. Oh, for another Kaito Shizuki. All right. I don't want for another, that. for another alternate promo printing of this mm-hmm. card. Oh, game day is coming back. Looks like uh, after a four year hiatus, they're bringing back game day. Okay, so you get promo cards, consider fateful absence, and uh, tissues. We already talked about those. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, uh, it's the aesthetic is not my favorite. You know what I mean? Um, not my aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like I don't like hate the set, but you know, there's some cool stuff in it. I guess the lands are pretty neat. I like those. It's just are those like the basics or are those like special basics you can only get in some like I think those are just the regular basics. Yeah. I think I just have to admit that magic is just not for me in general anymore because at first it was just the promos and then it was all the secret layers and then the universe beyond. And now it's like, this is a mainline set. Like this isn't yeah. a special product or like special release or anything like this is just like, this is magic now. Right. Like, magic is not the magic of yesteryear. And yeah. I just can't be asked with it anymore. Like I just, I, I just I don't it. care. <laughs> I get it. I, I don't know. I, I it's again not like this is not something that's like super psych for me. I think the basics are cool, but all the special sets. I, I just honestly at this point, I'm not even trying to keep track of them. Not that I that's ever been like my thing, but I, I I've just come to grips with the fact that like I, it is impossible to keep up for me to keep up with everything that comes out from uh for wizards. There's just there's just so many things. So I I turn my attention to stuff that I know that I'm going to enjoy, and so like. I try not to get too worked up about these, but I'll be interested to see like the full set release. You never know if like the one or two cards might make an impact. That's always kind of fun to like, you know, go digging for treasure in the, in like in the, like a standard, normal boring standard set where there's not a bunch of broken stuff. So I hope that's kind of how this set goes. Like the cards they previewed all seem, you know, not interesting in legacy per se. So hopefully that's the way that 95% of the set is maybe 99%. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately, uh, we, we we might see a uh, ninja card uh, mm-hmm. make the break in the legacy. Who knows though? I mean, we've said that about other sets, and then Wizards just prints out our garbage for them. Like we get nothing but five and six cost uh, yeah. ninja cards. But yeah, 
you never know. I mean, we got a Ninja Planeswalker. I don't think the Ninja Planeswalker is necessarily playable in the Ninja deck, but uh, you know, it's it's at least something. Yeah, still cool um, though. You know, I'm gonna let other people dig through it though, just because I. Well, I, you've played the le- the ne- the Legacy Ninja deck, right? Yeah, yeah. And you like that deck? You said it was fun to play, right? Yeah, that deck's a lot of fun. Uh, it's a really yeah. enjoyable deck, and I, I hope they get something good because I do. I, it's definitely a competitive deck, but I wouldn't say it's a tier one deck by any means. But mm-hmm. I think if it gets some new toys, it could be. But yeah, I just I don't have the energy to uh, to pour over the spoilers for the set. Yeah, or something. No, I get it. I get know. it. It's just it's a lot to keep. You know, there's just so many new things that come out. Like, I mean, they they are just doing their best to churn out as much new stuff all the time as possible, and it's like impossible to keep up with. You know. Yeah, I guess that's kind of what makes me the most sad about it, though, is just like I played Magic because it wasn't like all the other games. Like it wasn't like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh with a million different alternate, you know, printings. And it was, you know, set in a traditional fantasy theme compared to like other games. Like if I wanted to play uh, like Cyberpunk the game, I would play like Mm -hmm. I would play like Netrunner or one of those other like TCGs set in that environment. I, don't know, I guess I, I just I don't like it when people get their bananas in my peanut butter. OK, you know, some people yeah. like some people like bananas and peanut butter. And that's cool. All the power to you. I like to keep my fruit and my peanuts separated. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, You know, I just I've just tried to like again, because, you know, what I've loved about Legacy is that you can really engage with it, but be pretty um relaxed in that engagement, if that makes sense or. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to put this? Like, you know, casual, like in how like how hard you have to follow follow the format because like because it, it changes so little, you know, over the course of over the course of time. It, you know, for the most part, you know. But with the way the schedules, the way that like um uh like these sets have come out, the way they've kind of reorganized how they approach card design, it feels like the format churns over quicker and quicker and quicker. And that can get a little frustrating for me. Like I find that to be more aggravating than like keeping up with new product is keeping up with like a for a format that keeps getting shaken up by every new thing that comes out. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that 2021 we see a little bit more of a return to normalcy with when it comes to card design, you know. 2022, you mean? That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm living. I'm still living in 2020, Jerry. <laughs> it, 2020 never ended. It just rolled back. <laughs> uh, I I hope so, Pat. I don't think we're going to get it, though. Like, I yeah. think I think Watsy is going full steam ahead. And I think the fact that this is a main set is just kind of proof in the pudding that Watsy is going the universe beyond where it's just like, we're just going to do a hodgepodge of stuff and be like every other game that, you know, Prince generic, generic anime stuff. So the one thing I would caution or like, you know, t- to kind of assuage your fears there is just like there are these decisions that were made for these sets were being made five, six, seven years ago. You know what I mean? Not, so, not that far. For sure. Like I guarantee you, I to- guarantee you that this set is a direct response to uh, like cyberpunk and like the popularity of, of like that style thing, like altered carbon cyberpunk, like, uh, like two years ago, three years ago. Yes. Five, seven okay. years ago. Oh, like, uh, yeah, no, uh, I'll, st- I'll still stick with, I think I can still stick with, with five years. Now I, I would say like two, two years ago. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. That kind of stuff. I feel like has been popular long enough. It's not new. Like yeah. Cyberpunk is not new, you know. I just feel so. I I feel kind of altered carbon maybe kicked off this craze like right around that. And yeah, altered carbon was like three years ago when it first came out. That first um, season was good. 
it was. And then it just went downhill from there. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, but like Altered Carbon, Cyberpunk. Actually, Ready like, Player One and Altered Carbon both came out in 2018, Jerry. So you could you could be on to something here. Yeah. You could be on to something here. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Ready Player One, Cyberpunk, like that. That I feel heavily influenced Wizards Direction with mm. uh, with these types of sets. It's entirely possible. Again, I'm trying to keep I'm trying to take the high road here, Jerry. Take the 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 uh, the positive road. Go for it. I know I'm a old man yelling at car uh, clouds like I know carbon. I'm an old man yelling at carbon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just uh, like clearly magic just isn't isn't made for me anymore. And that that's fine. I don't know why it keeps sucking me back in. Um, it just makes me a little sad, I guess. I, I would say just just give it time and things things turn turn back in our favor. You know, maybe it's time to take a break, Pat. I mean, I, I took a break, uh, about a four-year break with Magic when the first Kamigawa came out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time, you know, for the second Kamigawa wow. to it. Just, just take a little break for, you know, a couple oh, of oh, years. Oh, you know, if, uh, yeah, if you guys see, uh, you know, there's no pot, no living legacy in your feed <laughs> for a few months, just, uh, keep, you know, check back with us in four years. See if we no, back. Pat, we're still going to record. We're going to turn into a football pad podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> I'm gonna learn the game. I'm gonna learn the game. Oh, we could do a yeah a weekly segment where Jerry learns uh, some you know anachronistic rule of football. It'd be great. Yeah, just see what, what people want to talk about. You know, just talk about other stuff. I mean, yeah. I mean, well, we've kind of had very much that format for the last like year or so. Really since COVID, like for the last year, uh, yeah, year and a half, almost two years. It's been like. A little bit more relaxed, a little bit more casual because there's just not has been as much magic, you know, physically going on, like in real person or in real life that we really engage with. I feel like that's how we best engage with the game. So the less of that there is, you know, just kind of feel like sometimes the less there is to talk about in specifically, you know, going deep into magic. But some of our best episodes, I feel like, are the ones where it's very casual off the cuff. Like, yes, this person is magic adjacent. And then we just chat about whatever, you know. Yeah, those are always very enjoyable. I hear you. I hear you. That's what we'll do. <laughs> um, well, what are your holiday plans now, Jerry? Are you guys traveling or what? No, I'm hosting this year. No way, really? Yeah, whole fam's coming to my place. Oh shit, that's good for you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, super easy. I get don't have to change out of my PJs. <laughs> that's always nice. What are you making? Ah, uh, lasagna and beef. What so kind of those beef? are two separate beefs. So, <laughs> so prime rib and then nice. also a, las- a lasagna. And then, okay, you know, nice a little, little fixing a primer of Anna lasagna. That's a uh, okay. So, my dad's Irish and my mom's Italian, so it's the two worlds combining. We always do lasagna and roast and uh, like prime rib or a roast or something for Christmas. Nice. Oh, <laughs> nice. Do you make like a traditional Italian lasagna or do you have like an Americanized version of one? Oh, my, my, my mom makes the lasagna. She, she oh, okay, has the family. She, she, no, she grows the tomatoes in the garden and then freezes it for christmas and all damn that, all that good stuff mama me has been uh prepping for 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 years yeah oh it's a it's an old family recipe oh, oh nice though uh, what i'm told uh my girlfriend has informed me that my mom's lasagna is very different from normal lasagna because my mom's lasagna is just like pasta ricotta and cheeses spinach and sauce there's no meat or anything like that. Oh, no meat. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But it is delicious. And I believe you. I'm excited because like all lasagnas, it tastes better the next day. 
Dude, I had lasagna today for lunch that I made last week. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like lasagna is, is like a che- a fine cheese or wine. You gotta so you gotta good. let it age a bit before it's you get so it. It's so good, and it's so good reheated. It's one of those things that just doesn't go. It just ah, it's delicious. Yep, it's fantastic. like the opposite of French fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, French fries are never better the second time. Yeah, I don't even bother taking French fries home because they're just it's not going to be good. <laughs> I'll give them. I won't even give them to my dog at that point. Like they're not getting them hot. <laughs> They're not getting them at all. <laughs> oh, man. What about you, Pat? What are you doing? Uh, so Christmas Eve, we usually travel to my mom's. We'll bring the kids. We do like a, a dinner there. It's also my wife's birthday that day. So we do like a little birthday celebration, do dinner. And then uh, Christmas Day, we used to like take the kids and like travel to other people's houses. But um, two years ago, my wife and I were like, you know what? No more. We're going to do Christmas Day at our house. We're going to do presents with the kids in the morning. Hang out. I usually like... Um, my mom gives me a pork pie. She gave me one at Thanksgiving this year that I've had in my freezer. I'll, I'll make that for breakfast, which is fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, I'm, I'm making a prime rib uh, for Christmas night, Christmas, Christmas day evening, uh, making a big prime rib. Um, and I'll do probably like a mashed potato. I'll probably do like some Brussels sprouts, like a like maple glazed Brussels sprouts. I'll make, I'll make a loaf of homemade bread and then I'll make some kind of dessert. I don't know what I'll make it for dessert yet, but. I like to do like a whole meal like that. And it's just, it's fantastic. And you just let it cook in the oven for a couple hours and everyone's just, you just smell all the good food all day and you just, you're hanging out. You know what I mean? You don't have to lose any of that time traveling around, which I really like. So I'm looking forward to it pretty much. I'm looking forward to it very much, very much. Oh, so you get to have fun because you have kids. What awesome toys, like, did you get toys for your kids that you're like, yo, this is for, you know, Luke, but really it's for me <laughs> <laughs> this year, this year. No, last year I did a lot of the shopping myself. Um, and there were definitely some items that I was like, oh, hell yeah, this thing is sick. <laughs> but uh, no, they're, they're not. Um, I did think about getting them uh, Madden this year, Madden 21, cause they, they've never played it. And, uh, I think it'd be fun to play a football game against my kids, but it was also like still $60 and it like came out. I don't know. It came out last year. So I was hoping it would be a little bit less, but I passed on that. But yeah, they're, they're getting close to the age where like the stuff that they're getting is like stuff that I'm interested in. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, we got say. some, got some cool stuff this year for the kids and, uh, I'm sure Santa will have some amazing things for them. So that, that we'll see what that is when it comes. Yeah, because I, I, I got to say, I went toy shopping for my nieces and I'm like yep. walking down the toy aisle. I'm like, all right, this is for my niece and this one's for me. This is for my niece. <laughs> <laughs> like, kids have the coolest toys these days. They really they they are all they're definitely though. Toys are definitely marketed to our generation. Like, yeah, we buy the toys for our kids, but like they have to appeal to the adults, too. And oh, like, yeah. Like I go down know exactly they, where to hit me, man. Like the Lego displays. They have like the glass case with the uh, like the Lego bus of Boba Fett. I'm going to tell you, no six-year-old is getting a Lego bust of Boba Fett. Yeah, like, but you know like who did helmet? get a Lego? You know who did get a Lego bust of Boba Fett? Me. <laughs> I did. Look at it. Our listeners can't. Oh, our listeners, you even built it. <laughs> our listeners, oh, can't, awesome. listeners can't see it. But yeah, yeah. Lego, that Lego, is, Lego Boba Fett. <laughs> that is, that is. And, and the, the viewfinder even works too, huh? It flips I down. Like, boop, That's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Like. So did you remember to get anything for your nieces or did you leave the store with that? Too excited no, to build it. I got, so I'm excited because my uh, oldest niece, uh, I got her the first Harry Potter book because she's never nice. read it. She? Uh, she is nine. 
Oh, that's a that's a great age to start. Yeah, I figured nine years old. That was about the age I was when I yep. read Harry Potter. So I feel it's kind of the perfect time to introduce it to her. And then yeah. my youngest niece, uh, I actually got her another of my childhood book uh, favorites. She's only five, yep. but I got her um, uh, Magic Treehouse. Did you ever read those uh, no. books? No. So it's a series of like like learn to read books. Well, not re- learn to read, but it's like. It's like books on like a first or second grade reading level. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like like my first chapter book type deal. Oh, okay. And it's about this brother and sister who have a magic tree house that's a time machine oh. and just takes them to different time periods. That's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. It was a great, great series as a kid. What was the best one? What was the best time period they went to? Uh, it's been a while. I was in like first or oh, second grade. Okay. This, so. <laughs> Maybe you well, the, the first one I got is, is called breakfast with dinosaurs. So they got, Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. I love getting books for, for kids. It's such a great, like, um, I will say what I did with Liam. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast, but, um, what I did with Liam was I read him the series, the Harry Potter series, probably starting when he was about five ish. And he, we finished probably when he was about eight, like almost nine. It takes a couple of years to do like, you know, the books get pretty long and I only read like 10, 15 minutes a night. So, yeah. But then when he was about, it was this year, he was nine. I think it was this year or maybe, might have even been last year when he was eight. He read the whole series by himself in like a month. Just ripped through all the books. by. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like reading 15 no. minutes a night <laughs> will take oh, two no, years. Well, and then like, and then he just rips through it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing. Um, but yeah, he, um, Getting books for kids like that, Jerry, is such a good way to, to make them very strong readers. Um, yep. Yeah. So it's uh, and then what we did was like you could do this with your niece just as a little, you know, um, every time he finished one of the books, I'd buy him the movie. So he get to watch the movie, too, because he had never seen the movies. So, yeah, the problem is, is my nieces don't know what DVDs are anymore, Pat. Like like we're the VHS generation. Mm-hmm. The next generation don't even know what DVDs are. True. true <laughs> like, true. <laughs> come on so i don't know i like having the physical media though you know i do too so we were actually we were shopping and we're at we're like going down the aisles and of course we go to the dvd section like oh the big lebowski for five dollars yep oh apocalypse now for five dollars and i'm like look at all these great movies and i just want to like grab all the dvds and my girlfriend just like stops up so she goes how much are they like they're only five dollars yeah why are they five dollars because I can watch them for free online. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, yes. And then I just put all the DVDs back on the shelf. Oh, so sad. <laughs> so sad. But uh, yeah, you can get some screaming deals on DVDs these days, Pat. I guess so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> nobody wants them. <laughs> the problem is, is it's not even like with books where it's like, oh, well, I mean, when the power goes out, I won't be able to stream Netflix. So I'll just right. like pop in a DVD player. Right. <laughs> and then look at the blank screen because the power's out. <laughs> um, do you remember when they used to make like portable DVD players? Like that was they something do. you could buy where you could put your DVD in a portable disc. Yep. As a, as a kid a who's. Screen. As a kid whose family drove to every vacation because my dad's claustrophobic and can't fly. I've done multiple like 48 hour road trips. I am very familiar with the portable DVD player. Pat. Yeah, yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> it's just wild. Like that, 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 that will never, that has, there's no need for that to exist. 
Well, yeah, because we invented this thing called a laptop and then a laptop or even just your phone, like, you know, or your phone. But yeah, but it's like a laptop is a portable DVD player that can do other things. Yeah. Yeah. You get to watch porn on and everything. It's awesome. Exactly. Amazing technology. (laughs) But yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. It's kind of wild. Like the same thing. Like, I feel like you probably can't go buy a lot of GPSs anymore either. Like oh, I yeah, imagine like, like, like a Tom Tom. Did you have a yeah, like Tom Tom or, or a Garmin. Garmin or whatever all the other ones were? Like you know, like the GPS was like a huge thing, and like, but now everyone has a smartphone. Everyone's got a GPS on it, so like, it's simplified a lot of the things you have to buy. Well, that you could, could possibly buy, you know. Yep. I guess that's sort of the point. <laughs> or yeah, that actually reminds me. My my parents texted me and they're like, "We want to get uh, my niece." So like, we want to get her a uh, a digital camera for Christmas, and I just straight up said, "I'm like." why yeah yeah. <laughs> like she likes taking photos so like yeah how does she take photos well she has to borrow our phones i'm like yeah like well get her a phone don't get right. her a, a digital camera yeah. like even if you don't get like a, a plan for it or anything it's just like there's just no point getting a digital camera so true so true and now and especially if you have a phone that has wi-fi capabilities you can at least transfer your photos and stuff and like yeah yeah put them wherever right put them in the cloud whatever the cloud man it's a magical place it is a magical place <laughs> um well that's cool man yeah so so obviously this usually our christmas episode's a little light and i was asking jerry if we want to put one out this week but i like to put one out because it's christmas eve right so maybe you're traveling to your your family's house you're going up for christmas eve or you're going you know tomorrow's christmas morning and you need, you need some 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 sweet drive time distractions. That's what that's what we're here for. Yeah, two cranky old men complaining about the state of the game can be your companions <laughs> on Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then talking about our plans, you know, it's like hanging out with friends and commiserate a bit. And yeah, yeah may, may, maybe they're they're griping about it too. If you're if you're like minded and griping, we hope you have a a wonderful holiday season. Absolutely, I'm I'm hoping uh, that 2022 brings us more you know in-person magic that's what i really want jerry so there's still supposed to be the uh missouri i think 40k or something in march i don't know if it's going the 100k to happen. or the 40k i've lost track yeah. <laughs> there's, we've bought plane tickets to missouri so many times i I, I don't know which one it is anymore yeah. <laughs> so. uh yeah that's um i'm not gonna hold my breath for any events in that in that in that respect so yeah, unfortunately, we'll that's just kind of where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. So we'll see. I'm hoping we get some more paper events. I'm hoping we get to put on an event. Uh, yeah. Right, right now it's not looking great just because with Omicron and all that good stuff. But we uh, we do want to have another Leaving Legacy open. Uh, we're going to try to do one as soon as it is safe and able to. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the state of it right now. You know, we're just just. Waiting on the green light, I guess, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, after this uh, holiday season, we'll be back into uh, looking at something like that. I'm, I'm hoping we'll see. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I don't know what else to say at that, but, uh, you know, after that, it's like, we'll see what happens. Hopefully we're not ju- getting into bunkers in 2022. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. I saw this great meme <laughs> and it was uh, someone was like taking their, their Jack, their uh, jacket out of the closet. And it's like, mm-hmm. it just says like, 2025 and they they reach into their pocket and they pull out a uh a little face mask and they're like oh, yeah. oh man those were crazy times and then they get in a hazmat suit to go outside <laughs> <Just> like, 
we could go the other way guys we could go the other oh, way oh man oh man <laughs> oh yeah boy it's been crazy dude like uh, i listened to our episode from like back in march of 2020 yep or we're like oh you know we'll see how long this lasts yada 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 can't everything's canceled world shut down like there's dolphins swimming in venice in the canals because things have gotten so clean over there and yeah i don't know uh, there's not like there's not as many cool like nature is healing memes anymore so. <laughs> and nope <laughs> nope nature's just trying to kill us all i guess you know oh man but i hope everyone's being being safe and gonna have a good holiday and doing all those things they need to do to stay stay good you know yeah that's right well we wish you all a very merry christmas and we'll be coming at you with the new year season we gotta actually talk to gavin pat uh have gavin yeah. on for our annual uh year-end holiday episode yeah our christmas our story time with gavin we gotta do that for sure story time with gavin oh yeah um all right well do you want to get into scoops and poops Ah, eh, it's christmas we don't we don't need I, i'm gonna scoop in the christmas spirit how about that pat okay uh, and i'm gonna scoop in our latest patron who actually I got this email from 1018, and I have been meaning to mention on the on the podcast every week. But Chris Chris Wright, our newest patron, thank you very much for joining the uh, the Patreon family. We appreciate it. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash leaving a legacy. All right. Have a good one, guys. Hope you have a great Christmas. And uh, we'll catch you all for our New Year's episode. Maybe story time with Gavin. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's do it up. Bye. Bye.